Hello, everyone. And uh, this is Arash from Arash's World. And um, I have a, this new show, Ramblings and Takeaways. And um, what uh, will happen here on Ramblings and Takeaways, I will basically ramble on on interesting stuff. There are things related to uh, mental health, um, as well as philosophy, as well as other existential issues that are of importance. And um, there will be some uh, takeaways. Uh, that's the goal. That's what we're aiming for. That's the hope here. Uh, and uh, that would be then summed up at the end. But um, what we'll start off with today and uh, in, in today's show, we're going to talk about technology. And I'm going to give some uh, experiences I've had uh, in my life uh, regarding technology. And uh, then we'll try to sum up and see what are some things that we can learn from this. What is some advice that I could potentially give based again on what I know and my own experiences. Um, now, uh, before we get started here, and before I ramble on, um, before we do that, I want to quickly also look at the word itself, technology. I mean, it's, it's part of our lives. We are using it more and more. And, um, well, what is it? So, techne is uh, the Greek word for art or skill or craft. And it is a form, it's a skill, right? It's something uh, that will make things hopefully easier for us in our lives. And uh, logos, of course, is uh, a word or expression or study. And so it's clo closely linked to the scientific method. Uh, the idea of technology is to make our lives easier, more comfortable. Um, that is, again, also related to our work. It's also related to saving time. Now, the irony of technology seems to be that the more technology we have, uh, the less time we get, even though we are saving time. So uh, that is uh, one of the, the interesting things. And so people have different experiences of uh, technology, and it influences them in, in different ways. Um, some people uh, love it, some people are neutral, and some people just hate it and try to stay away from it. Um, I'm going to talk about my own experiences, as I said, and I have a love-hate relationship of technology itself. I would actually call it a hate-love because um, I started being very suspicious uh, of it in, in, in the beginning, but because uh, I'm also in, in, a, in a generation that had to suddenly deal with uh, this new advent, and for, for me in my time, um, it uh, took a while for me to have my, my email. It was actually when I was at college, at university, I had my first email and I didn't have my own computer. So I would check my email on campus and so on. So um, that is something that is, again, was new to me. Um, I uh, VHS, figuring out how it works and uh, trying to program things on it. And then the first CD player, I remember that was a big event. And how do you turn it on and how do you play music on it? And so um, it's, been, uh, it's been a transition throughout. We had um, um, the new thing was when we we're registering for courses was um, the phone. So it would reg register over phone to take our courses. We had a specific time. And so, again, probably uh, uh, a few of you will remember that and will bring back memories, but uh, we had a specific time to register. And it wasn't like just online 
you go on it and you register in your course. No, we had to phone in. The problem was uh, most people, I had a rotary phone. And so uh, trying to get through the line was also difficult. And then you have uh, your fingers hurt from, from dialing so many times to be able to get through to register for your courses. Uh, so that was uh, definitely uh, a challenge back then. Uh, the other issue, again, related to the internet was um, it was dial-up. So we would use the phone line to um, get to go online. And so you can imagine how that causes problems, especially if you are, uh, if you have brothers and sisters and I had two younger brothers. So it's then fighting over the phone, who gets access to it, who's going to use the internet, who's going to call. And so um, that uh, caused issues too. And then let alone just the, the, the time it would take to go on a website for it to show up. And, uh, um, and so today, if it's not immediate, we get frustrated. And I tell my son, who is quite tech savvy, and the younger generations are, um, that um, one should be patient. And uh, patience is something that um, was easier for us to accept because we didn't have things right away. And that is something that was uh, also uh, a bit of a, of a learning lesson for, for us back then. And then, of course, we had uh, a different uh, social media sites. And I'm not going to talk so much about social media today, but uh, we will get to work, of course. And that is something that is um, uh, technology has changed. But again, with one way of interacting was uh, Friendster, which was before Facebook. Uh, I believe, and then Napster for music that kind of changed things and uh, we people would download it, have it on their computer and on their devices. Well, we didn't have that many devices back then. And then I had my phone much later, which without internet access first. And then once I did, it was, it was just wonderful. I had things right there. I could check up things. I could check my email, which was anywhere. I didn't have to go to campus to check it, I could check it anywhere. And so so slowly um, these things happened for me. And um, I was not um, I was not seeing technology in such a negative way anymore. I, I, I switched, I changed because I saw the many benefits it had. The fact that I could uh, again check my email, I could communicate with people, I could text people uh, um, as well. That was something new. And so for me, at least, uh, when it happens. So uh, I think those things uh, really facilitate our lives. So I am generally in, in, in favor of technology. However, there are some limits. So for me, um, books uh, need to be physical. I do not like uh, reading off screens. Um, to me, that's just not that that interaction, uh, so it just seems kind of cold. And whereas a book I hold, it's an individual, it's pieces of paper, it's it's unique, it's different from others. I can write on it. There is a tear here and there, and it just it's more personalized. I think it has its own identity and personality. The book itself, and we have we attach uh, memories to it. It has sentimental value. And you don't have that. You can't really have that when you have it on a screen, right? So, so or a PDF file or whatever you're using or, or any of uh, the e-reading the e uh, um, devices that we have. I'm, again, not that familiar with all of those Kindle and so on. But uh, I can see its benefit, of course. It's just not something that um, 
I would prefer. Um, something that's also great as well as not great is uh, streaming devices, because with the, these, we are now able to watch movies wherever, whenever, uh, whereas I do miss going to the cinema, for example. Um, again, we're talking even before the pandemic. And uh, that was something that I would always enjoy because you are there with in a dark room. There's a big screen in front of you with strangers and we're all uh, immersed on this screen and mesmerized by it. And so, so that is something that um, uh, I think will be missed, especially we miss out on when we're using streaming devices. But in terms of work, my work, uh, I'm, uh, I used to teach uh, for various years. I have been teaching for various years. And um, uh, classes, I always thought of them as in person. So uh, you see your students, you teach them. And I've taught various subjects, languages, but also uh, a bit of philosophy thrown in here, there, a bit of film and, and, and other uh, subjects as well, psychology. But uh, again, mainly languages. And I thought that it would be impossible to do so uh, in an online format. Um, back then, before the pandemic, uh, it was frowned upon also. Uh, by people and by organizations. And so if you had an online degree back then, it was uh, slightly ridiculed, not taken as seriously as, of course, when you go to your, to your classes. And um, the pandemic hit. So that turned everything around. And for me, it was, uh, it was a shock. It, it kind of went back to those moments, the, the hate of technology, and it said, no, it can't be. It cannot um, create the same situations, um, uh, the same conditions in terms of uh, teaching as well as learning. And so I was very suspicious of uh, technology, of uh, having online classes. Um, these were uh, virtual classes, so uh, we call asynchronous. You, people go on the same time and you talk to them. And um, I just didn't think it would be possible, but I was wrong. And so uh, one of the takeaways uh, we will see is related to that of giving it a chance of trying it out and um, before criticizing it prematurely. Uh, I did try it out and I thought it was amazing. And we'll talk about remote work here in a moment, but I thought it was amazing uh, because there are so many things that you can do and I hadn't realized uh, before. So, um, of course, there are other benefits too, um, and that's for everyone. But in, in terms of, of teaching, I think it was not the same as being in a classroom, but um, I would still have that rapport uh, with students. I would still be able to communicate with them, to teach them, to do activities uh, online, different kinds of activities, but in some cases, actually also superior activities because you have access to so much more. And um, it would be also great to have the option of muting people when they're not behaving. You cannot do that in the uh, traditional classroom. You just have to ask the person to, live, to leave the classroom and here it's just a click of the button. And, um, and so these are, again, uh, many, many things that you could do with it and that I found out in my field. But something remote teaching and uh, so remote work in general, there are so many benefits to it too. And so just the commute. The commute is something 
I, I sometimes enjoy. I, I, I'm not going to deny that. But generally, um, I prefer not to commute. Now, um, uh, for me, it would be public uh, transport, but it could be also people driving. You have to deal with traffic. And suddenly that is taken away. And that is such a relief for many. And I think it saves also so much time. You cut down on stress. You don't have to deal with traffic. You don't have to deal with uh, um, there are were issues with the bus system and uh, uh, and uh, um, taking subways and so on. So those things are eliminated, and you just simply have more time. You get up and just walk to your computer, and that's it. And uh, uh, in terms of attendance, there are uh, I found my students who would still be late, even though it was virtually, but it has gotten better Then you don't see people running down the hallway. So the, the, the lack of commute uh, uh, is a very good thing. Um, the other thing is you also feel safer. Some people don't like that, right? But you also feel safer because you're in your own environment. And so it could, you can call your own office or again, uh, home, or you can have a designated space like I do. Um, but, um, it just feels also more comfortable and less less formal. You're not in a different building, and so I think that is is something that is uh, has been um, a benefit too. Uh, and so it, with that, you get a certain sense of control and autonomy that you wouldn't have. And um, people can't just walk into. You just know this is what well, you have. Family members that you have to talk to and make sure they. Uh, abide by the rules. If you have pets, they might walk into the uh, screen and so on. But that is, again, you do have a lot more control, I find, than if you are um, uh, within the setting, within a physical setting. Um, now, what this has done also, it has changed our perception of, of time because uh, the idea time and productivity, for example, the idea is um, you are um, in an office, the old idea, you're in an office from nine to five and uh, you, you basically fulfill your time, you do your time, and then at five you're free and you can go. Now with technology, we've also found out that when you are working virtually, that you gain some, some control over your time and say, okay, if I get my stuff done here online, and I get it done and I do a good job and I was productive, why not finish earlier and instead start earlier and so on? So that gives us flexibility and that is, again, hugely important. And we found that, uh, again, with flexibility, people actually become more productive generally, not less so. So that is an interesting um, point here to make, as well as um, just the idea that is going around a five-day work week. My, may not be ideal, and I don't think it is. I think we need time to recharge and uh, recharge our batteries uh, and uh, to be fully functioning and so and to be more creative and productive and so on. So I, I, I applaud the idea of having a four-day work week. And so again, have that time to relax so you can go back uh, fully energized, ready to work, motivated, and not experience burnout, which is something that many, many have experienced and do experience on a continuous basis. So um, these are some of the, the benefits uh, of, of technology uh, and uh, virtual, um, um, uh, virtual work, basically, remote work. 
there are, of course, uh, drawbacks as well. So that interaction, that personal interaction that we would have, we can still have meetings. Actually, in terms of meetings, sometimes it might be a better thing because then also you can easily leave the meeting without it looking awkward where you have to get up and walk towards the door. You can basically leave at any time. But um, I think that, that lack of personal connection, uh, yes, that is an issue. So we have to make sure that uh, if we are doing everything online, that uh, we are also having that human connection, the touch, the, the handshake, the, the hug, and so on. I think that is essential as well, well whether it's in the workplace or, again, also in, in, uh, in your personal relationships and your friendships. And so uh, and there has been by psychologists uh, um, a bit of criticism of the, the term social distancing because we do not want to socially distance from others. We want to physically distance from others because we don't want to catch the virus. And so um, that idea, I think that term should be more physical distance. I agree with that and not socially. And uh, the good thing again, and that's something I'll talk more about when, when I'll talk about social media, but the good thing is our, our connections have grown in many ways because suddenly now we realize we can use um, technology to communicate and in very uh, intimate ways, personal ways. Uh, it's not just a text message. It's, it's actually much more profound than that, so much deeper than that. And, uh, and we've seen this and I see this. And um, I think it's, it's hugely important where you feel, again, from the safety of your home and you share videos or podcasts, right? Or, or Zoom conversations that you have with others. And uh, um, I think it, in some ways it's also more beneficial because you feel more comfortable to share things with the other person and it's, it's less awkward. It can be still awkward. I mean, technical glitches could happen at any point and so on. But still, uh, I think there is this, this way of communicating with others that we need to explore more. We need to try more. And I think um, technology does that, uh, gives us that opportunity. Um, of course, uh, other things that I'd never tried before was online shopping. And um, I, I know how people are excited about it. I always thought, no, I need to be in a physical store. But um, again, it is, uh, it is easier. It is fun because you have the process of selecting what you want, what it looks like, and then you wait and then you receive it. So it's like uh, uh, quite a bit of suspense there and excitement. And um, I, I think that's something that, again, uh, has boomed and for, for good reason. Yeah, of course, we do have to be careful of not overdoing it because and but that's the thing that's ever since credit cards where you don't realize how much money you're actually spending because you don't see the physical money you don't have to cash it out just some random number and say yeah no big deal and then you realize yes it could be but uh again used in 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 responsible ways like anything in life in moderation uh i think uh, again a huge benefit it's something that people should should try out um so the personal touch, that's something. The connection is different, but it's still there. We can still connect with others. That is hugely important. And um, one of the things, again, that's something that I will talk about later on as well, and not uh, today, um, but would be things like artificial intelligence, right? Um, does that pose a threat? And it can but it can also bring benefits. And there are various benefits of artificial intelligence 
if used again uh, and explored in a way that's ethical. And again, that's something that I will want to uh, ramble on about uh, in, in, in one of my next sessions. And then something that I'm personally fascinated with, but also still scared, uh, is uh, the idea of the metaverse and just basically having a life that is not grounded in reality. So that is one of my fears and that people would try to escape from the reality and create their own version of it. Uh, which is fine when you're doing it, when you're reading a book, when you're watching a movie, when you're imagining things, you're playing games and so on, uh, role or role playing games. But I think there has to be a grounding to of making sure that um, you are um, grounded in reality. And so that could be uh, something that could go wrong potentially. But again, uh, if it does happen, if that becomes the trend, which it will be by the looks of it, um, uh, very soon in the next few years, um, I will give it a try, right? But uh, again, I'm a bit wary of it. And so, and social media is something again that has good and bad things. And uh, I'm going to uh, talk about that more again uh, because I do want to focus and give more details about that in, in another session, in another show. Um, so, these are some of the things that uh, I wanted to share about uh, my ramblings about the technology. Uh, again, in terms of remote work, I think it has changed the face uh, of work, and it has changed it mostly. I would see, I would say, predominantly in, in beneficial ways. Uh, it's made our life in many ways easier because um, even if you're looking for a job, you can you don't have to physically go to a place, drop off your resume, or go to the post office and send it. It's just a click away and you can add pictures to it and you can add so much more to it. And that is, again, the trend. So we are uh, advancing and I think it's really important to go with the times. So and that will get me to uh, to the uh, takeaways. So this was a lot of rambling. Uh, let's look at some of the takeaways. And I have three today and I will briefly also um, talk about them, but I mentioned them earlier. So. Uh, Takeaway uh, number one for, for today on technology and remote work, um, technology in general, don't knock it till you've tried it. I think that's hugely important. Uh, a lot of people have negative ideas about things, negative impressions, but we should give it a shot. And if you still, if you're not con convinced and if you don't like it, that's fine, but try it out. My experience was I tried it out. And I think it's actually in many ways superior to what uh, I thought was the best thing before, right? So in terms of, I still, of course, like uh, being in person with other people, but there are a lot of things that I think we can do uh, online and we should do online, take advantage of it. And probably a hybrid model would be best whenever possible. Again, not all jobs uh, will be able to, to function that way. You do need uh, personal contact for various jobs, but if possible, I think, again, that is something that should be explored and they, it should be tried out. And so, again, don't knock it till you've tried it and then make up your mind afterwards, after you have the experience. Um, the second one is be friends with the trends, right? So um, it's a new trend, right? I, I tried out different uh, ways of communicating with, with people, different... Uh, uh, video platforms and so on. And then you find like, okay, well, 
uh, this is the trend. This is I'm, uh, this is what I'm going to try out, and I'm going to figure out what works best for me. And uh, if many people say, well, this is the best platform, well, I'll try it and see. Again, going back to the first one, but also be friends with it and not be an enemy of it. Don't prematurely say no, and it's kind of related to the first point, you know, but also go with that flow, right? Because uh, whether we like it or not, this is how things are developing and we have to adjust. Otherwise, we just go to a cabin without internet connection and so on. And some people do that, right? But then they can't, uh, they can't hear me or see me uh, or, or again, be part of the podcast, which would be a shame, right? So uh, again, go with the flow of how things are going and try to, um, again, adjust to it in, in different ways and personalize it, customize it the way it works best for you. And finally, and that's very important too, use it, but don't abuse it. And I think that is especially very important in terms of technology. I think people um, might see it as an escape. That's my fear of the metaverse, but it's actually already happening. It's not something that uh, will come in the future. A lot of people are spending way too much time, including myself, in a, to, be, to be honest, uh, too much time on online, too much time on social media, and too much time shopping perhaps online. And so that is something that we have to be careful with. But it is not the only thing. There are still many people who are workaholics, who spend too much time in the office and so on. So it's just kind of shifting it. But again, be aware of how much time. We need to be aware of how much time we're spending on uh, technology. It often feels good. It's easy, but we have to be aware, be aware that there is another world out there. So not, again, be trapped in our own internet bubble or online bubble and be able to, to reach out and have, again, that physical contact. One thing I've seen, and uh, I'm going to have a program on relationships tomorrow, uh, which is, again, on, on Saturday at 2 p.m. Uh, one thing I've seen in relationships that kind of scares me is when people are on a date and both of them have, for instance, their cell phones and they're not talking to each other. I'm assuming they're texting to each other, but have that face-to-face -face contact with others when you can. And when you can't, then you use uh, online technology to do so. Um, so uh, these, uh, uh, this is here my show today on ramblings and takeaways. Uh, we looked at we talked about technology as well as remote work, and again, uh, benefits and drawbacks. Mostly benefits because I am convinced of technology that it has a lot of good potential, but also be aware of the negative side, the dark side of uh, technology so that we do have uh, something that works for us. And um, yes, we do save time. It makes things easier, but also what do we do with that additional time and not waste it uh, on things that don't really matter and making sure that we do have the work-life balance as well as a life that is balanced between our own needs and the needs of others and our relationships and so on. So that is uh, what I'd like to end with today. So thank you very much for being part of this program today. And uh, I will see you very soon. I will uh, see you and um, tell you more about what I think. And hopefully there will be something that uh, some takeaways for you that you can uh, apply to, to different parts uh, of your lives. Thank you very much for listening.